0: This is a Boathouse Studios podcast. To support this podcast and other podcasts like it, visit patreon.com slash boathousestudios. That's Boathouse Studios, B-O-A-T-H-A-U-S Studios, house spelt the German way.
1: Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. <laughs> How do I start these? I, don't, I never remember.
0: <laughs> Let's start with the barley buds. Okay, great.
1: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got uh, an episode of the barley buds coming. Unbutton
0: at that top button, everyone. Oh
1: <laughs> Here they come. Here come those buds.
0: Yeah, we're having good times. It's the hottest day
1: ever on in record, Calgary. In Calgary, thirty-six point two degrees Celsius. Uh. It means we're all going to die in a
0: <laughs> horrible inferno, and there's nothing that you can do to stop it. You get a pool. I got a pool, and it's working. It's a fine barn, it's... but there's no
1: pool. <laughs> uh, I was in Vegas a couple weeks ago, Yes, and it was 43 degrees there, mm-hmm. so this is nothing.
0: <laughs> Everything is air-conditioned in Vegas, right? Pretty
1: much, yeah. yeah. Like I, you know, would venture out of the hotel, obviously, but for yes. the most part it'd be like, why would I leave this yeah. nice air conditioned area? Uh, it is in the middle of a desert, which is That is true. Does it did it get cold at night? No. Not no. at all. No. It was still it was very humid as well, which is not normal for a desert, obviously. Mm-hmm. But they had just gotten rain like the day before we got there, so mm-hmm. that's why it was very humid. So it was just like hot and sweaty, but you know you could uh, drink a beer on the street. So you got to balance. Yeah, you got to yeah. Got to find that balance. Bad with the
0: good in yeah. that case. That's that's great. Yeah, but you we know.
1: are uh, we are drinking a beer right now. Yeah, we sure are. Uh, not on the street. Not on the street at we all. We would die. Uh, yeah. yeah, and the beer would be warm. It, it Would be, be hot Texas style beer. Yeah, and th- this is a white IPA from uh, Citizen Brewery here in Calgary. Uh, it's very delicious. I enjoy it very much. I know you said you're not really an IPA guy. I'm not usually an IPA guy, no. But when you can throw something a little citrusy in there, I'll give it a shot. Fair enough.
0: And this has a little bit of tang of citrus in it.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah, I couldn't tell you all the, uh, you know, the brewing styles or the notes or anything like that. All I know is it's a white IPA. <laughs> and it's from Citizen Brewery. And you enjoy it. I do enjoy it. Outstanding. Uh, I enjoy white IPAs quite a lot. Uh, I've, I actually, I used to be like you. I used to dislike IPAs. And then one day, I tried one that I was like, this is this is not so bad. Uh, ever since then, it was like a gateway. Ever since then, I've loved IPAs. I would get them more often than not. And white IPAs are my favorite. Uh, I don't know what the difference is. <laughs> Again, I'm not an expert. But I know that the Electric Unicorn from Phillips Brewing Company is also very good. Uh, it's one of my favorite beers. Mm-hmm. So, So there you go. We are here. We are the Two Bad Neighbors. My name's Alan.
0: My name is uh, Vance Vance Lockwood III.
1: Vance Lockwood III. It's it's a really fun bit you do. This is a wrap-up episode. (laughs) Yeah, so you gotta (laughs) use a fake name for some reason. I don't know... People love it. ...why that started or why it continues. People love it. That's why. I eh, (laughs) see the numbers on that, but uh, (laughs) anyway... I love it. <laughs> okay. Oh, I think it's funny. Well, that's all that matters I, uh, to
0: you. I actually just used that name. In a, Vance Lockwood the Third. Yeah, in a game of Fiasco that I played. Oh. Like uh, a couple of days ago. We'll talk more about that later. Great. Yeah.
1: Where uh, was my invite? Hey, oh, I was in Fort Steele, you crumb bomb. <laughs> I could have made the drive. No, I couldn't have. Uh, <laughs> how far away is that? It's
0: four and a half hours.
1: Oh, gross. Yeah, no, I would never have gone. Yeah, no, of course. That's why
0: none of my friends have come. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah we're calling you out friends because of Greg. no no i'm not calling them out <laughs> i am i
0: wouldn't i never
1: asked them to <laughs> i wouldn't ask them to it's south right yes very it's um it's like if i was in lethbridge visiting how far from lethbridge is it three hours oh still very far yeah, still a bummer <laughs> <laughs> Is it like in Crowsness Pass? Is that what yeah, it? yeah, okay. yeah, it's literally, it's, so it's Cranbrook. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's very uh, west of Lethbridge still. So, yeah. yeah, you got
0: to go through Brockett.
1: You got to go through Pincher
0: Creek. You got to go through Blairmore and the whole Crowsness Pass. You got to go through Fernie. Pincher
1: Creek, I just met her. So we... <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> we are here to discuss the entirety of... Of season six, of The Simpsons. Well, oh, we just our wrap did that. up episode. We just did that. We just discussed the entirety. Right, but you, but we're doing a wrap. We're up We're doing a Cliff's it. notes version. Yeah, sure. <laughs> we're gonna pick our top five. Did you pick your top five? I sure did. Okay, good. Yeah, I even had. Sometimes some you don't prepare. No, so. I
0: know. Sometimes I don't. <laughs> and uh, but uh, Vance Lockwood. Vance is, Lockwood is very. Is different. Yeah, he's very good at. He's punctual, keeping things and keeping organized. the trains rolling. Yeah, I. Um, I actually thought about that, like, because uh, I texted you while I was in our little inflatable pool in the backyard. <laughs> of course you did. And uh, I, was,
1: uh, I was like, oh, I should probably prepare some lists <laughs> since I texted him
0: being like, let's do this early.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had planned to record this next week. Uh, and, you know, scheduling made it so that we can record it now. So why the heck not? Fun happenstance. It happens, Nance. <laughs> Vance. I, I hate that. <laughs> I've never heard that before and I hate it. But before we get too far into that, um... how have you been? Oh, eh, fine. Uh, I'm really okay <laughs> uh-huh. with this
0: summer being over. Sure. Yeah. Uh, that being said, <laughs> I am recording an album out there. Oh, and it will be available in September.
1: Oh my! So is this under the postgrads? No, name, this is, is this under a...
0: the the uh, band name Star Wagon. Star Wagon. Yeah. So it's called. St- Tales from the Star
1: Wagon. Okay.
0: By and, Star Wagon. And
1: this. <laughs> so is it you and some other folks then? Or yeah, is it okay? me
0: and uh, the three other guys who are out there, we share this trailer mm-hmm. um, as like a common area. And we just started riffing and writing very dumb songs. Oh boy. Very stupid songs. Um, I wrote one while I was. Um, well, you know, <laughs> in a different state, sure, and I,
1: <laughs> like Alabama, or? no,
0: no, no, a different uh, headspace. Oh, you will. okay, yeah,
1: tired, very tired. Yeah, cool. I was groggy and um, <laughs> I was a little paranoid. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> I mean, this this will be released before. Uh, legalization here in Canada so mm-hmm. <laughs> so we'll uh keep it at that yeah um <laughs> if it was gonna be released after then you know we'll talk let's sing it from the heavens yeah but exactly. until then um cool well that's fun that'll be out in September, yeah, people can buy it uh yeah it, it, <laughs> allegedly uh we'll that' will be more of a a uh, free download on SoundCloud. I mean, maybe we'll put it on SoundCloud, but like it would be fun. Pay to have what it. you want, yeah, a la, la Radiohead.
0: Uh, I think uh, the guy who's uh, going to be doing the distribution, because f- for once I'm not doing it, thank God, um, is going to put it on Spotify. So you can just get it on Spotify and Apple Music that way if you want. Cool. Um, but yeah, Tales from the Star Wagon, that's what we're working on out there right now. And otherwise, I'm just doing shows. Doing
1: the shows.
0: Doing the shows. Cool, yeah,
1: and uh, you went to Vegas. I went to Vegas, it was a nightmare, was it?
0: <laughs> was it was, it I mean,
1: it was fun, but I would never go back, I don't think. Oh, why not? Uh, it's a lot of money, yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, I kind of knew that going in, but you don't really realize how much until you go, yeah. Uh, it's very hot, yeah, and you didn't come out on top, did you? No. No, no, no. I did play a Simpsons uh, slot machine pretty much the entire time I was there. Sure, and was doing quite well for a while. Yes, I was up about a hundred bucks, and then because and not like in one go, like because I my I had a, I had a rule. I was like, all right, I'm gonna put twenty bucks in. Once I hit at least thirty, or if I lose all twenty, I'm done. Right? Uh, I would hit thirty, and I'd be like, awesome, cash out. And then I go cash out. I'm like, great, I made 10 bucks. Like, you know, this is this is great. Uh and then one time, and so because like I kept doing that just in different spurts, right? Eventually it was like plus hundred dollars. And then uh, at one point I was like, here we go. I'm trying it again. And I, I gave myself the limit of 40 bucks. Uh and if I hit sorry, like if I, I will spend 40 bucks max. And if I hit, like, I think 60 or something like that, I would stop. But the way the Simpsons slot machine works is you essentially have four different locations. And, you know, you hit the thing, and it does the little slot machine thing. If all four corners are a certain character, it'll, like, go to a bonus round, and you, like, potentially win a bunch of money in that bonus round. But also it moves to that person's location. So, like, Homer's at the monorail... Crusty uh, is at Crusty Lou Studios. Mo's at his bar, and Wakeham is at Crusty Burger. Uh, once you're at one of those locations, any any hit, uh, any like s- slot spin, any spin uh, can potentially activate a mini game. Which at the up, up to that point, which any I had gotten them, I'd done them really well. Like those mini games would give me a, like really good coin. So I got to this point where I had seen. Homer's, Moe's, and Krusty's mini games, and I had moved to Wiggum's location, and I really wanted to see that mini game, <laughs> so I kept going, even past my limit, just because I wanted to see that minigame. Uh, it did come up, and it was not very good. It was like a little scratch ticket, and you like scratch some things, and there's like bonuses for that, and it didn't give me very much. And I was like, oh. <laughs> and then I had the uh, you know the sunk cost fallacy, where I'm like, well, I've already put sixty bucks in, I should do one more like go around to make some of that back and i didn't i just lost more yeah (laughs) so and then ever since then so then i was like down i was still up technically up 20 bucks based on the you know the calculations but after that point every time i went back to it i wouldn't do well this time i would do like one of those mini games i'd be like yes awesome and it would give me one like a penny i'd be like what the fuck is this (laughs) like what happened it's all turned around on me so I had really good time the first three days and the last, uh, or the first two days, the last three days, uh, just went down and down. And it was no fun anymore. Where'd you stay? We stayed at the Stratosphere Hotel, which is just off the Strip. It's a very tall building, or very tall. Uh, I mean, it's called thing. the Stratosphere, yeah. so so yeah. I mean, the hotel's not. tall. Hey, have you seen Fallout yet? What's Mission? Oh, Impossible Mission Impossible 6? Fallout. Of course I have. Yeah, I saw an IMAX. Yeah, I did
0: too. Yeah, like it's awesome. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Try and steer away from this depressing talk about Well, me losing I have all a gambling problem. Okay. So, <laughs> so you don't want to like, hear
0: about Yeah, it kinda hurts. Um the uh,
1: the fucking Mission Impossible Fallout is like the best movie I've seen all year. It's very it's it was so so good. <laughs> it's uh, so good. Where would you put it? I mean, maybe it's early too early to tell, but where would you put it in the Pantheon? Oh god, it's it's
0: really tough to pick a favorite out of the last three. Sure, yeah. Um I typically, when someone asks me, I'm like, you know, I really, really, really like that Burj Khalifa scene. Sure. (laughs) I think it's so great in Ghost Protocol, but like Ghost Protocol's script is kind of like the the way it's set up is kind of weird Sure, because the Burj Khalifa should be the end of the movie. Yeah. Because it's... Because the rest of it is not nearly as exciting as that. Yeah, that's true. Which is like, yeah, all right. But then it's like it's also like it's Brad Bird, mm-hmm. and it's and he it's it feels like a fucking cartoon.
1: And it's a dude from uh, Kick Kick the Hornace nest. What What's that? What's that called? Oh Girl yeah, uh, Michael Nyquist. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, uh, it's mission accomplished. Nope, <laughs> that's so great. I love it.
0: Uh, I love. Wait, yeah, you I love, really
1: said mission accomplished. Yeah, yeah I did.
0: I <laughs> I love it when it's going wrong, like so with, uh, when all like when the everything's
1: breaking down. Oh, yeah. on them. that's that's the that's the thing I love about that movie the most. Yeah, is that it it makes the tech uh, fallible. Yeah, and that makes it more exciting. The yeah. stakes are higher, right? It really does.
0: And Rogue Nation is so great in the way that it brings in the. It makes it feel like an espionage movie again. Yeah just in the way Macquarie shoots it yep uh, he plays a lot with where like Brad masterful
1: Bird masterful action director
0: yeah Brad Bird took it to cartoony heights mm-hmm. uh, Christopher Macquarie made it feel a little bit more like a Pierce Brosnan James Bond movie sure uh, but a good one
1: <laughs> so Which, die another day
0: so <laughs> you know like I would say like Goldeneye it, it feels like sure. Goldeneye like isn't the, that the only good it's one it's the only good one <laughs> yeah um <sighs> And then this one, it has that IMAX scene at the end. Helicopter chase? <laughs> the helicopter chase. So good. Which is insane. It is insane. It's just insane. It's, I yeah, literal insanity. couldn't feel my heart beating. <laughs> I was so afraid we were going to watch one of the greatest action
1: heroes of all time just die yeah, on the screen.
0: It kind of is. Uh, I made this it's... joke
1: about how uh, all the marketing for the Mission Impossible films have always been like very, oh, Tom Cruise do- is doing it. Starting he's, with the second he's one. He's actually doing it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and <laughs> like, it'd be funny if the, ne- the next one, the like little marketing thing at the beginning of movies, you know, is like they're talking. It's like, yeah, you know, Tom just really wanted to go for it this time. So he's actually murdering people on screen. <laughs> it's just <laughs> like, wait a minute. It's like this big snuff film. Oh, and there's like people? this really
0: great chase scene in London, like the where, motorcycle chasing. No, when he finally gets on foot and oh, Tom yeah, runs, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, for like oh, yeah. five I mean, minutes. Th- you got to have Tom running,
0: but like this might be one of the best Tom running scenes in the history
1: of Tom running. Oh boy, I don't know. The, it uh, might be. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing. I mean, but the Jerry Maguire run through the airport is pretty great. She, she <laughs> in Thank you, Bruce. <laughs> I just can't remember if that song plays in that scene as well. So uh, I just know it plays in the, it does not. the date scene, right? Yeah. In Jerry Maguire. Yeah. That's a great movie. It's so good. I have watched it like three times in the past couple of years because it's on TV a lot. Yeah, lately. yeah, it sure is. And I'll I'll it's one of those ones where I'm like, oh, I want to watch this. <laughs> it's one of the. it's a really long movie. It is. Especially on yeah. a TV edit. Totally. And I'll sit through it. Ah, it's so good. I'll sit through the whole thing, and I'll be Cameron like... Cameron Crowe's masterpiece. He's gone downhill from there. Well, he <laughs> hit the same height with Almost Famous, I think. Uh, mm, I, I would say it's a bit of a dip for me. Really? Yeah. I really like I Almost I do really Famous. like Almost Famous. Don't get me wrong, but it's uh, Jerry Maguire's... Uh, All right,
0: you've convinced me. I'll watch them back to back.
1: <laughs> but Aloha, I mean... <laughs> right, he's back in it. But the
0: other meaning... <laughs> yeah exactly you think it means the the one you think no, it means but it's, but it's the, the other, other one, one. Yeah, yeah the other one um, Emma
1: stone is magnetic <laughs> in that movie Jesus How many times is Cameron crow gonna do like a broken man going to a new place and meeting a woman and that like fixes him in some way? How many more times you got? <laughs> I don't think he's got many to be honest his uh, movies keep bombing I think he's done. town I think he's done this one. Um, oh, I think he's done. Yeah. It's, uh, so sorry, Cam, Before we, it's before all over we move for on you. Uh, from Mission, Mission Possible. Yeah, yeah, I just want to say. So I think uh, after cons- careful consideration, uh, and maybe it's premature, it might rank up because originally I said Ghost Pro was my favorite. Yeah. I did a marathon. Yeah. Of the first five before I saw the new one. And I think Rogue Nation is actually my favorite. Yeah. When I, I
0: did the exact same thing you did, Rogue Nation yeah. came out on top. I think it's my time. favorite
1: one. Uh, followed closely by Ghost Prote. Yeah. And it's then, insane
0: how close.
1: Yeah. And then I think one. I yeah. Think the first one comes a little bit ahead of Fallout. And then it's Fallout. And then it's three. And then it's two. Um,
0: that's, oh, that's an interesting list. Yeah. Let me see if I can counter it with something. Uh, Fallout
1: I, is great. And again, maybe if I rewatch it, I'll, it'll bump up just like what happened with Rogue Nation. Yeah, the thing I the, the one thing missing from that movie is a good heist. There wasn't yes. any good heist movie, yes, heist right. scenes in that movie. It's all great action. Yeah, which is cool. But I'm like with the Mission Impossible movie, I need that Langley, uh, you know, vault. Yeah, yeah, need you need that. You need to. You need the boom baby. Even even the like the small one in Rogue Nation where he goes underwater. That's great. Like that's, that's a, a, that's a short little yeah. heist, but it's it's still like a it's heist. an impossible
0: heist. Exactly. They need to do it. Yeah, that's great. The um. All right, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Ghost Protocol. Number one at number one. Okay, and okay. I'm gonna go with Rogue Nation at number two,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and like I'm I swear to God Fallout. If I watch it again, it might go above Rogue Nation, but like he, they're they're <laughs> that close. Yeah. they are that close. But it's sitting at three. Yeah, it's sitting at three right now, uh, by a hair. Sure, I need everyone to know that. <laughs> um, and like the 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 gap separating the one, two, and like my one, two, and three out of the series is is very thin. It could change daily. Sure. Um, and then the the next one would have to be three. Really, Before based one? solely on Phillips More Often's performance, <laughs> um, the next
1: one would be two. And then one. Really, one's your least favorite. Yes, you like two better than one. Yes, I that do. is insanity to me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I watched it recently. I watched two recently,
0: and uh-huh. I fucking loved it. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's so I, dumb. So the <laughs> thing is, like, <laughs> I loved it on a level that I that I hadn't felt in so long. It was it was just it was the fact that I hadn't seen it in years, in uh-huh. years and years and years, and. Mission Impossible, the first one, I've watched so many times, so, so many times. Because it's great. Kittredge, you've never seen me very upset. <laughs> yeah, come on. Right? And red he puts light. the gl- red green light, light, green light,
1: bam, blue, <laughs> great, it's awesome. Um, he does like the sleight of hand with uh, Jean Renault. It's so good. Oh, it's man. It's so good. But, <laughs> but,
0: number two is a John Woo movie. Yeah, shitty John Woo. <laughs> I fucking love <laughs> shitty John Woo movies, <laughs> uh, and I don't think it's shitty. I really don't.
1: I, uh, I mean, I on my rewatch, I it, it solidified. It's like it's it's not even like close to three for me. Like it's it's bottom of the barrel. I don't think it's a good movie at all.
0: I actually do. Okay, I think it's pretty good, um, based solely on the. Uh, orgasmic violence that John Woo just loves to do. Uh, it's just all sparks and everything ex- Everything explodes yeah. in a John Woo movie. <laughs> Everyone can wield two guns with perfect accuracy. Mm-hmm. Everything has a dove in it yep. somewhere, even your butt. <sighs> Maybe especially your butt.
1: Anyway. Bellerophon. Yeah, and it's got that that Russian guy. That guy's stupid, <laughs> Dmitri. What are you doing, Dmitri? You keep calling me Dmitri. You should you really shouldn't. <laughs>
0: First of over half a
1: dozen masks in that movie. Uh, the masks are the best part of the franchise. <laughs> <laughs> they, almost, was, uh, they almost they almost
0: hit this the the critical mass of masks in fallout.
1: Uh, I don't think so. There's only like two two main moments.
0: I didn't say they did. Okay. I said they almost (laughs) did.
1: So three is critical mass? No. There's only like two moments.
0: Two is critical mass. There's two moments.
1: There's two mass moments in... in No, no, no.
0: No, I mean... I mean, number two. Oh, sorry. Mission Impossible 2 is parody. too many masks. It's a parody of itself.
1: (laughs) It's like everyone has a mask.
0: Everyone has a mask of
1: everyone. And like Tom Cruise just carries around masks of himself just in case. And all the bad guys. (laughs) Yeah, and everyone he he meets.
0: He carries around (laughs) masks of all the bad guys. (laughs) Dougry Scott's South African friend. Uh He just has a mask of that guy. He's he's ready to go.
1: He's a spy. He's a spy. (laughs) Well, you're not wrong. Uh, anyway, we we can maybe discuss this more on a different podcast one day. Yeah, I would talk about this forever. Me too. I love Mission Impossible movies. <laughs> they're uh, they're the the only la- they're the last remaining great action franchise. in Agreed. My opinion. Agreed. Uh, like now it's all superheroes and you know it's stunned to death. But even then, like a lot of the superhero movies aren't great action movies. Yeah. Um, the Fast and the Furious franchise was. In that uh, realm, I'd say. And, like They and, had yeah. a similar trajectory where, like, they had a decent first movie and then, like, kind of shitty sequels for a while. And then all of a sudden there was a resurgence.
0: They had a good run.
1: Yeah. But, like, the most recent one, I was kind of eh about.
0: I was, too. Uh, it was just, it was a little too obvious that there was some beef. Yeah. In there.
1: Some beef, some beef cakes, too. Yeah.
0: Because Rock and Diesel don't share the screen at all.
1: Nope. They hate each other. Which is, eh. Bury the hatchet, over guys, yourself, Come guys. on. Yeah. Uh but yeah, great movies. We're here to talk about things. What were we that here, to about? Uh, we're here to talk about uh we're just talking about the Simpsons. Right, 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 right. I'm right, sure right. everyone's really excited that yeah. we haven't yet.
0: <laughs> Twenty-three minutes 23
1: in. Twenty three minutes in. Uh you're welcome, listeners. Thanks for sticking with us. Maybe you enjoyed that. Well,
0: they haven't listened this far. Are you kidding uh, me? Yeah, I still right. haven't introduced myself. Oh boy.
1: <laughs> Keep scrubbing! Uh. <laughs> All right, so season six. Yeah. The Simpsons. This is an excellent season. It's very good. Yeah. It's got a couple stinkers. I
0: think they bit off more than they should have chewed. Um, it's long. It's a long season.
1: It's the longest one, right? Yes. 25 episodes? 25 episodes. And only one of those is a clip show. Um, <laughs> thank God. <laughs> but it, um, the, I hate the clip show. Yeah, this is the the love one, right? Yeah, in this it's, season, it's yeah, the
0: love yeah. one. The the that's that's the loved one. Let's just get it out of the way right now because it's. I don't even really consider clip shows part of seasons anymore because they're a pre-internet thing, sure, or a pre-YouTube thing anyway. Um, so yeah, clip show it sucked. Can we all
1: agree on that? Yeah, yeah. All right, moving <laughs> on. Uh, twenty-four other episodes. Yes, though, twenty-four, which is still a lot scripted episodes. Uh, it is a lot. Uh, 22 seems to be the standard for a lot of half-hour sitcoms. Yes.
0: 22 is nice. Um, sometimes you'll get 24 yeah. every once in a while, um, especially if you're making a show called 24, unless you're doing it when it's called 24 Legacy, in which or case you have 12 episodes and it, it really uh, doesn't hold water.
1: Didn't they do uh, Live Another Day as well? Wasn't that a-
0: Yes, but that was two hours in
1: real time. Oh, it was like a movie. Yes. Right. Okay. Yes.
0: Live Another Day. Legacy is the actual reboot series. Yeah. Live Another yeah. Day is the London one, which is
1: twelve. Which hours. is twelve. Okay. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. there was Legacy, twenty. Right, they, they tried to reboot it with yeah. someone
0: who isn't Jack Bauer. Yeah. So that's what's very the point? stupid. Yeah. Um. Then there's the uh oh the one where he's in Africa.
1: Oh, oh that's a like kind of a pre. Yeah, it's a precursor pre-world. to season f- six, six. I want to say. Yeah. Seven. Seven. Yeah. Six. <laughs> Seven. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Uh I watched every episode. I did too. I loved that show for a long time. Yeah. And then I hated it. And then I was like, ah, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> the last couple seasons or whatever. I was like, nah, all right. They're goofy. Yeah, it's fine. I'm back. Once his like brother and father came into the picture, I was like, This is the worst show ever. Oh yes. That was the worst season. But season six. But hmm?
0: at least it was Peter Weller. And Peter Weller's great.
1: Huh? No, it wasn't. Yeah, his dad was Peter Weller. No, it was uh uh can uh Cromwell, James Cromwell. James Cromwell was his dad. Yeah. <laughs> and who was Peter Weller? I don't know. He was in Twenty Four. Yeah, he was in Twenty
0: Four. <laughs> okay. Uh, <email laughs> the Hammock District Ro- on Robocop at Yeah, RoboCop was in. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, well, it's definitely James Cromwell as his dad. Also, so have you seen Battle. L? L. Yes. By Paul Verhoeven. Yes. I just watched it recently. Really? Yeah. It's on Netflix. Okay. As cool. soon as
0: I saw it was on Netflix, I was
1: like, yes watching did it. Did you watch it? Yes, I
0: did. What'd you think? I was, it was nuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so great to see a Paul Verhoeven
1: movie. Oh boy. Uh, and I've just watched all of his film, filmography because all of, of it? Uh, yeah, because I'm following even, along Even to, the Dutch stuff? No, sorry. All of his American uh, filmography. I want to watch Black Book. Yeah, I mean, I, I probably do too. <laughs> but, but It's I, his it's Dutch I, World War II movie. Was, you was, gotta his, watch It comeback after Hollow Man. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, that was yeah. He won a whole bunch of awards for that one for for Black Book. I was gonna say for all of them. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> he did not. no, no. But he, he did, not. did. But there was like visual effects
0: nominations. Sure was. Yeah. I don't remember that movie very well. Um, it's I, very bad. I've definitely seen it. Though. Do you know who's in it? Kev- Mr. Kevin Bacon, of course. Um, Miss Elizabeth Shue. Uh-huh. Go on. Um, that uh, there was another guy in it, and he's in something that I. Josh like, is Brolin. Josh Brolin. That was it. Yep, that was it. Thanos himself yeah, Thanos is in himself. the movie
1: Hollow Man, yeah. playing a sack of potatoes. <laughs> he's because he he's does like nothing in that movie. <laughs> 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 it's the weirdest casting choice. He's just this other scientist, and a he's sack just sack of like hello. potatoes tied to a bag of flour, <laughs> yeah. falling down a flight of stairs. Yeah, he's just like hello. <laughs> and then, like, Kevin Bacon's like, I'm crazy. I'm killing and raping. And he's like, Oh, no.
0: Oh, Let's and now uh, Rona Mitra's in that movie. She doesn't speak. Who? Rona Mitra. Oh, is she the one, she, the neighbor?
1: Yes, she's the oh, neighbor. Oh, sad. Uh, yeah. But, L. I mean, it's a movie about rape. It is. Paul Verhoeven is interested in that thing <laughs> about humanity rape and violence. Yeah. Uh, is. Did you ever see Flesh and Blood? I didn't. No. That's a weird movie.
0: Is that with Rutger Hauer?
1: It's Rutger Hauer and Jennifer Jason Leigh. English language though. Yes, and it's medieval, and it's just filled with everyone's just like covered in shit the whole time. Yeah, I want to see it because it's, <laughs> it's just like I want to be. I want it to be uh, authentic. You see, I
0: think every single Paul Verhoeven movie that I've ever seen is a masterpiece. Okay. Um, Have you seen *Hollow Man*? Uh, yes, I've seen of okay. except that <laughs> okay, one, because, so thank you. well, I've read the Wikipedia, he doesn't even think it's a good movie. No, he hates it. Yeah, he, he doesn't yeah, like that movie. like, that was a mistake.
1: Yeah. Anyone could make that movie, and I like to make movies only I can make. So I'll, I'll brush that off, but, like, but RoboCop, Robocop genius. Brilliant. Total Recall, genius
0: Great. movie. Fucking Basic Instinct, <laughs> awesome. fantastic movie. Showgirls, took me a while,
1: <laughs> but it's pretty good. Lots of boobs. Uh... <laughs> Starship, Starship Troopers, Troopers come on. I
0: think, is his best movie. Oh, I love Starship. I think Troopers. Starship Troopers is the. It's one of my favorite movies ever. It's so it's, good. It's very good. It's so funny.
1: It's about that, Nazis. Yeah, um, it's about space Nazis. About space Nazis. <laughs> space Nazis. Uh, Fascism. See, so this is what happens when we get together. and We haven't seen each other in a while. We talk about movies. Yeah, why not? Uh, it's fun. Mission Impossible just came out. That's true. Do you want to talk about Mission Impossible? <laughs> <laughs> We just like looped back around a Mission Impossible every half hour, and everyone's like, "What is going on?" I was actually
0: disappointed that there wasn't more IMAX in it. Sure, but the moments I don't that kn- there I, was, I don't,
1: I don't recognize those as well as you do. So yes. I, I, you know, I was just like, "This movie's all IMAX." I don't
0: know the moments <laughs> that there was IMAX; they made a really big thing about it, okay. and I was very happy.
1: Yeah, I just I can't tell uh, in, in, when I'm in, in bleh, when I'm in an IMAX theater. Yeah, I don't have that knowledge of like this is now a, an imax scene mm. and not it just is all great sound and great visuals to me so i'm just like yay
0: they're very obvious in this movie in in this particular to one to you to me uh, when he's <laughs> looking said, when he's, he's looking notice, out so. the uh, the jump door in uh in the plane
1: before the uh, ha- halo
0: jump when they jump from space uh <laughs> it, the 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 letterbox opens up
1: okay and it turns notice.
0: into a fucking roller coaster ride cool And as soon as he runs and jumps on that cargo that's underneath that helicopter, oh yeah, yeah. it starts opening as the helicopter is rising, and it's like, and Chris McQuarrie does a really great thing with this, where it's like, uh, here's our two huge stunt set pieces, and we're going to welcome the audience to be a part of it in a major way, filming on the largest format, so you get clarity and you get to see Tom Cruise. (laughs) Freaking the fuck out. Sure,
1: yeah. it's
0: great. It's great. I like the
1: bathroom fight.
0: That's such a good fight. No music. Yeah, that's like that could have been at home in the raid.
1: Yeah, definitely. Two. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Redemption. <laughs> um, no, that's the first one. Oh, is it? Raid two is, is it called, just called Raid two. Raid two is called Barendal. which is a thugs. different language. It means yeah. thugs. <laughs> <laughs> Right, the Raid Redemption was the first one. Yeah, uh, The Simpsons. Simpsons is a <laughs> show. Oh boy, <laughs> Simpsons
0: is a show. If you guys like
1: our talk of random talk about movies? Check out our uh, back catalog of the Cinepals. That's it's going away whole, soon. Oh no! So it will
0: only be available on Patreon very soon.
1: There you go. All you need to do is donate a dollar a month. Just one dollar. That's all we ask for the whole Cinepals. We're very, very happy to receive anything. Yes, we are. Uh. So okay, so season six. Yeah, get me back on track <laughs> here. Let's get I'm back all over the place. We're we're all over the place. That's okay. It's so it's a long long season as we said. Mm-hmm. Uh, what would you say is the ratio of great episodes to not great? So I don't mean I don't necessarily mean bad episodes. Yeah. there's probably a couple in the season that I think are bad. Okay. Um, and there's a bunch that I think are great, obviously, but there are some that I'm just like, yeah, okay. Take it or leave it. There's more that I thought, yeah, okay, um, than
0: I thought I would Right this time. Um, because I, like, when I, upon rewatch, I was like, some of these, some of my reactions surprised me to this particular season. Uh, that being said, it was hard to make a top five. Interesting. Because for me, there were so many... Potentials? There's, there were a ton of potentials for me.
1: I so think I, my top five is pretty, like, Pretty ironclad for me. Like, I yeah. I wasn't well, worried about uh, leaving off. There's maybe one that I was like, ah, it's, like, very close to number six. You want to get into it? Sure. Okay.
0: I'll, um, I'll just say mine because I'm sure we'll have some overlap. Okay. And you say yours, and then we'll talk sure, ab- about sure. them. That way we don't have to be like, oh, yeah, I got this too. Right? Right, right. Okay? Okay. So number uh, five for me is In Maggie Makes Three. Oh. Uh, number four, Sideshow Bob Roberts. Okay. Number three, Homer the Great. Go on. Number two, The PTA Disbands. Yes. And number one, Lemon of
1: Troy. Okay, we have three overlaps. Oh, nice. But two very different. Yes. Uh, my number five is Lemon of Troy. Nice. My number four is The PTA Disbands. Mm-hmm. Number three is Itchy and Scratchy Land. Mm-hmm. Number two is Homer the Great.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But my number one with a bullet, Bart's Comet. Nice. Uh, which is something that changed on this rewatch. Yeah. I originally would have probably put PTA disbands as number one. Yeah. Uh I was it's my, expecting it's in, to. Yeah, it was in my top to. ten. Yeah. And that might need to change now. <laughs> I
0: was expecting to put the PTA disbands on there. I wasn't even expecting to put Lemon of Troy on the list.
1: Okay, yeah. I thought it would get honorable mention. Yeah, fair enough. But this my time My honorable l- mention l- is uh a Star is Burns. That is the S- one that is a that is a close number six.
0: You see that one. Was one that I
1: was surprised by, my reaction. That you didn't care for it as much? I was like, yeah, this is fine. Right. Uh, Yeah, I'm just kind of looking at the rest of the season. There's nothing else that I would say rivals uh, my top five for me.
0: Well, what was your number five again? Lemon of Troy? Uh, Lemon of Troy, yeah. Okay, let's talk about that when we get to number one. Sure. When we get to mine, Your number mine. one. <laughs> um, <laughs> your your five was. Let's talk about the five that didn't make it onto any that uh, on anyone else's list. By uh, anyone else, I mean you. Um, <laughs> of
1: the that, two, that list. sounded catty. Yeah. Didn't,
0: I didn't mean it to. <laughs> um, and Maggie makes three, right? Yeah, this one sh- is kind of a Greg, uh, an obvious
1: Greg choice. Yeah, I, I expected it higher on the list, to be honest. Uh,
0: yeah, this one kind of made it into the token sentimentality sure uh, spot for me. Um, also I really enjoyed doing the episode yeah. of that one, uh, like just talking about it, like with our, with a brand new guest, like That's with, right, yeah. with Bryn, brand, cause she had yeah. never seen many Simpsons episodes, <laughs> yeah. if any. And Which is always an yeah. interesting perspective. Yeah. And it was nice to be like, this is why I love this so much. And it was very fun to articulate that. So, um, and Maggie makes three was just a. I think it's a really, really solid flashback episode. Maybe the last truly solid flashback episode because Lisa Sachs is fine.
1: Yeah, but that's like not
0: really. It's kind. It's it's the last one that I would consider canon.
1: Yes, agreed. And it's the one that I always remember happens in season nine. And I'm like, "Ah, I can't hate all of season nine. Not to say that I really like that one, but I think it's a good episode. Yeah. Um. And if that wasn't in season nine, I could fully on, f- fully on say I hate season nine. Uh, there's n- no other episode I would say that like kind of pushes it past hate for me. Oh, I'm so happy because <laughs> <laughs> I, I really like season nine. Oh, uh, it's gonna be a fun <laughs> season be to talk great. about. <laughs> I'm just going to sit here. I'm going to be mad the whole time. I'm going to sit here with a (laughs) smug-ass look on my face, just smiling. It's going to drive me insane. And it's going to be
0: like that Jupiter Ascending episode of the Cinepals that we did, where we just ripped on it for 45 (laughs) minutes, and at the end I said, I kind of liked it, though.
1: (laughs) Okay, that happened numerous times in our (laughs) Cinepals canon. I know, but that's the one I just remember the most. I remember Ninja Turtles too. Oh uh, yeah, and Spider Man too. Uh, Amazing Spider Man too.
0: Yeah, yeah. I kind of uh, liked it. Oh boy. Uh,
1: I don't. No. I don't like the Amazing Spider Man 2. No, no one should. No, it's terrible. It's very bad. Uh,
0: but yeah, I m- and Maggie Makes Three is probably my second favorite flashback episode.
1: What's your first? Lisa's first work. Dude. Yeah. Right. Just making sure. Yeah, it's like or my no. favorite episode. <laughs> the way we was. I don't know. Maybe, no, maybe you really like when birds suddenly appear. I don't know. You're. I'm good. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, Lisa's first word is probably my favorite as well. All the flashbacks, and uh, I mean Maggie is probably the second.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think they really nail it. I I really love the. Um, I think they really earn it throughout that whole episode. Just um, do it for her is just.
1: I like the idea that it puts forth of. Uh, Parents sometimes, you know, especially when they're surprise pregnancies, mm-hmm, yeah. not excited about being a parent again, uh, or or to begin with. Yeah. uh, just putting a broad statement out there that s- oftentimes, from my understanding, it's not always like, oh, good, you know, I'm going to have to care for a human. Uh, Oh, here it comes, another mouth. Exactly. And then, but then there's the moment where, you know, she grabs his finger and he's like, hello. And he, he like, you can see in that moment his heart kind of melt and, like, Mm -hmm. realize, like, ah, I'm going to, I'll kill for her. Mm -hmm. Um, And we see that in other pop culture stuff as well. I've never experienced it myself. (laughs) So I don't know if I ever will, but I like that idea. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) You know? Sure. Uh, I'm sure there's parents out there who, like, even when the child is born, they're like, yeah, whatever. I'm sure, I'm sure those people exist. No, oh, yeah. But I like the idea <laughs> that, you know, that's the kind of thing that happens to Doesn't humans happen as, a, as a general idea, is that, you know, once you once you meet your child, you realize, okay, like this is this is my life now and I'm happy about it. Yeah, this is it. Yeah. This is it. The chemicals in my brain
0: worked. Mm-hmm. This is why I don't want to have a kid. I don't want anyone telling me what to do, (laughs) especially chemicals in my brain. I don't trust (laughs) chemicals in my brain. They've never been on my side. Right? So, (laughs) (laughs) what was your fifth? Oh, it was Lemon of Troy.
1: Lemon of Troy, which is your number one. What was your fourth? Four is PTA disbands. All right. We'll wait a second then. Okay.
0: Uh, (laughs) Sideshow Bob Roberts. You don't have that one on yours. I don't have that one. this this is kind of also a token Greg one. Sure. Uh, Just Sideshow Bob. Yeah, I love Sideshow Bob. I love the good Sideshow Bob episodes, and I love the '70s parodies. Sure. In this episode, culminating in a '90s parody, but a really good one of, of course, a few good Bob men, and which Roberts. stars Tom Cruise, who would go on only a few years later to star in the first Mission Impossible film with Brian De Palma
1: which is a great film. series. It's a
0: way. really great series. Can uh, we talk about this? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Can we rename this episode the the Mission Impossible episode? <laughs> I mean, poor Carrie Russell. <laughs> You think she's gonna be a new major player and she get gets killed right away.
0: Well, that's a JJ J. Abrams
1: thing. That is true. Right. Yeah. He did that And he he brought her in because of Felicity. Yeah.
0: And then he just you know, you're dead now. He did that to someone else in another J.J. Abrams. I think my
1: favorite part of three is all of the Philip Seymour Hoffman scenes. <laughs> and my yes. least favorite part of three is any time Philip Seymour Hoffman's on screen. <laughs> And I'm being slightly facetious, but it's also, like, on my rewatch, I'm like, yeah, I don't really care about this movie unless PSH is on screen.
0: I really like when they're breaking into the Vatican. But like he's yeah. very much intercut with all of that, so sure. you yeah, can yeah. really count that as like,
1: that can, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of part of it. That's a,
0: that's he's a when he, he like,
1: drugs him and makes him read the thing. Yeah, and... he's the
0: big heist thing that they're going after. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. like he's part of that. He's part so of the I heist, guess yeah. yeah. Um, I really also like the scene on the
1: bridge, but he's part of that he's too. Of that, yeah, yeah, and it's like it's fucking. But cool. like the two moments I love the most are when are like the flip the flipped moments right where Tom Cruise is interrogating him. And then yeah. later on, when he's kind of like interrogating Tom Cruise, where he's just like, "Like I'm gonna kill her," one, yeah, two, like he just starts counting, and he's like, "He's like, fuck you." Those are the two best scenes in that movie. Yes, they are. Uh,
0: they both bring out um, really good material in each other. True. In those moments, after but,
1: uh, being in Magnolia
0: together. Yeah,
1: gotta watch that movie again. It's very good. It is very good. It's Three hours though. I will drop kick those dogs if they come near me. Any hoot. Sideshow Bob Roberts, I think, is a fine episode. Mm -hmm. I enjoy it uh, very much. It's not high up in the Sideshow Bob uh, pantheon for me. Okay. Mostly because I don't care as much about political thrillers as much as, like, uh, you know, like Cape Fear, where it's more of a. Um, slasher. Cape Fear is a genre exercise, yeah, which yeah. is great uh, uh, in a
0: way. Sideshow Bob Roberts is too, but right. It's but that's what I'm saying. It's to, a, it's, it's, a it's, it's a different
1: it's, kind it's, of genre. The kind of genre I don't really care for as much. Yeah. So like, I I would rather watch a movie like the movie Cape Fear, which I still haven't seen. Uh, I'd rather watch that movie than. The movie Bob Roberts, for mm. example, mm-hmm. or the movie mm-hmm. JFK, or you know, like those kind of movies, I enjoy them. I'm not what saying is I, it? like they're bad or anything.
0: The ones that it's the the ones that is directly parodying the most are all the President's Men and, right. of course, uh, a few Good Men. Right. <laughs> I deride your truth handling abilities. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I think it's um, maybe next to Cape Fear. I think it might be Kelsey Grammer's best sideshow bob appearance as far as like just a vocal performance goes and that just throws it over the top for me
1: yeah Uh, i love
0: that maniacal laugh oh and of course like so good yeah look how
1: happy he is (laughs) it's just such a great moment uh i and like i feel like i might be on the uh, lower end of this but i feel like black widow is one of the better sideshow bob episodes yeah, because I'm, I like the mystery. Yeah, you know? that's the thing. Like the, the side, the best side Show Bob episodes are the ones where the genre within the episode that they're parodying or giving homage to are genres that I enjoy normally. Mm, <laughs>
2: you mm-hmm. know,
1: so so that's why I like that one and Cape Fear kind of higher up for me than such Bob Roberts or uh, the one with Cecil. Um, is that the next one, by the way? It is. Yeah. Yeah. I really like that one, too. And then when does does he not come back until the stupid uh, Frank Grimes one? I think it's the hypnotist one. Oh, Frank right, Grimes. where he tries to get Bart to kill Krusty. Yeah. And then the stupid and then Frank, the Grimes Frank Grimes one. one. Yeah. Frank Grimes Jr. <laughs> we'll talk about that. Will we? Well, we'll talk about Frank Grimes. Yes. And I'm sure that will lead to a discussion. Oh, do Frank you want Grimes to do Jr. a double bill? No, no, I'm just saying. Yeah, that's right. When talking <laughs> about Frank Grimes, it's hard not to talk about how they've ruined his legacy. That's true. You know what I mean? That's true. Uh, my what a great th- one-off character slash episode that they, for some reason, are like. We need to bring this back, you idiots.
0: But sometimes, <laughs> when you have a really great one-off character, you really want to bring him back for a sequel, right? And maybe a
1: third, like, and uh, maybe a Ghost Protocol, like Sean Harris <laughs> <laughs> in Rogue Nation. Yes, like Sean Harris. I love his villain. I, I do too. I think he's Saul- actually better than Solomon, Solomon Lane.
0: I I I I find him. I
1: love his scraggly beard. Yeah, I find him more fun in Fallout. Oh yeah, totally. Because he's cause he's he doesn't have as much uh, power. Yeah, but he still per- like acts like he does. Yeah, which is like even more terrifying. Yeah. Rebecca <laughs> Ferguson though. Oh, good lord! Come on, good lord! Best part of the series. Woof, she's amazing. Elsa Faust. So what a dumb name. What though. You- <laughs> <laughs> uh, wh- what's next?
0: <laughs> uh, my number three is Homer the Great. So, what's your number three?
1: Uh, mine is Itchy and Scratchy Land.
0: Itchy and Scratchy Land. This one didn't make it onto my list. Why is that? Um, good question. Where nothing can possibly go
1: <laughs> wrong. I mean, you know me. I love me some theme parks. Mm, sure do. As a general rule. Yeah. Uh, so, getting to see a completely new setting in the series that is just all theme park based, but like just crazy Yeah, is just, it's a lot of fun and I really enjoy it. Uh, I love the, I love the spoofs uh, of Disney and Jurassic Park and Westworld, Westworld. all that kind of stuff. I think it's all handled very well. Maybe because season two of
0: Westworld kind of let me down this season (laughs) and I didn't really want to like, you know,
1: Give it any, any,
0: (laughs) give anything associated to it any like props or anything
1: like that. It's very petty of you. It is. Uh, I stopped after episode five of Westworld this season. I still haven't watched the last five. You should. I don't know if I should. (laughs) They're good. No, they're not. Yes, they are. (laughs) You just said it let you down. It did. (laughs) But there's a third season coming. So, but I don't know if I care. That's the thing. I do. Okay. I care about everything. I feel like they squandered so much good faith. That's absolutely true. Like I had, I had really high hopes for this season because I felt like season one was just a really good prologue to what the show should actually be about. Uh, Man eating robots. Yeah, well, yeah. I just like the the fact that the whole first season is like, how did the robots be like do the uprising? You know, uh, and Anthony Hopkins is just the best. And then season two is like, yeah, yeah we're gonna do, uh, we're gonna do that that thing again, but it's, Anthony Hopkins isn't here, and also. There's five different timelines, and so, we're not going to tell you which one's which. So you figure dumb. it out. So dumb. Uh,
0: I feel like they'll be able to course correct, though. Yeah, we'll see.
1: If I read people losing their mind about season three and how great it is, yeah. then I will finish season two and get caught up. That's, because that's something I do. But if people are like, no, season three is just as bad, I'm like, all right, I don't need to waste my time with that shit. That's probably what I I have so many do. other things to watch. Yeah, god damn it. But I really like this. Anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I think Itchy and Scratchy Land is a very well-made episode. It is. It's one of the, probably, I would say my top vacation episode. <laughs> to think of a better one. I wouldn't oh, count Cape uh, Fear.
0: The Japan one.
1: How dare you. That one's excellent. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> what about Africa? Oh, God, you're getting further away. <laughs> you're not even naming decent ones. What about Florida? no. no. I hate everything that's happening right now. <laughs> we built this city oh, on God. rock and roll. How, what are some actual good vacation ones, so though? many boobs on Sunday. Would you, <laughs> 15. Stop it. I don't like it. You don't,
0: you don't like that episode? I
1: don't. No. <laughs> you know I don't. Yeah. But like Australia? Australia. That's a, that's a decent vacation one. It is a good one. I like that episode. Bart on the Road, I don't know if you could count that. I would. It's, it's not really the family going on vacation. Oh, what
0: about when they go to Canada?
1: Ugh. <laughs> Why are you doing
0: this? The sunny beaches of Toronto. uh uh-huh. <laughs> Homer gets hit by a car because healthcare is free in free. Canada,
1: and he's rich now. He's rich now. <laughs> There's Mounties. Yeah, they it's all ice.
0: stand in a maple leaf when they're singing the National Anthem or whatever the fuck. Who cares? I don't care. <laughs> I
1: hate it. Yeah, you it's should. Probably how the Australians felt.
0: Oh, probably. But I mean, as United as uh, Canada, we're pretty much used to it.
1: It's pretty much all anyway. You no, know, whatever. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> itchy and Scratchy Land: Best Vacation Episode.
0: Yeah, it was the best vacation episode. Remember, we're parked in the Itchy Lot. Great, so, so good. Great, great. I say it every time I park in a big parking spot. Oh, me too. Like it's yeah, of course. When I,
1: when we parked at Disneyland and we were in the Donald. You know, parking lot. I made that joke. Don't forget, we're in the itchy blot.
0: Of course. It's funny. You have to. It's funny. Yeah, it's funny all the time. <laughs>
1: Bort? <laughs> of
0: course. Come on. Bort. Bort license plates. Are...
1: So, this is one of the. Like, I've mentioned this in the podcast that I. There's certain jokes in The Simpsons that have, like, taken on a life of their own yeah. and become, like, ubiquitous with pop culture and, like, the general consciousness, like, yeah. who earns. And I hate them because of that. Bort has stood the test of time. I don't think I've ever been annoyed at a Bort joke. I think it's the funniest name in the world. Uh, I would be very, very, very tempted to name my son Bort if I ever had a son. Uh, likely the person who Do you want to make a the child something? would probably be like, you know, absolutely not. What are you doing? Why are you doing this to a child? But it, I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> it's It's very... High on my mind as a possibility because I think it's very funny. Uh, the child wouldn't think it's as funny. Do think.
0: you want to make a bet on something that <laughs> you would have to name your child bored if you lost?
1: No, because if I lo- like I want to name
0: him bored. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It well, would need to
1: be if if uh, you know in whatever twenty years when I'm you know with a woman who wants to bear a child, uh, t- it would need to be okay. her. <laughs> that needs to make the bet, and if she loses, we name our child Bort Right, you got know? it. Because it, it needs got to be it, a, it, a, it, a, it, a positive for yeah. me and a negative sure, for her. sure, 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 sure. <laughs> All right. So listen up, single ladies. All oh, the single ladies. If you're out there and you want to have a oh, child do and name that. them Bort, I apologize <laughs> for up. singing that. I know. Underneath, I tried Alan. to. I tried to move on. Uh, I can't until I apologize, right. and I did. So let's move on. All right. <laughs> So, any th- anything you want to say about the episode? Uh, no, I pretty much covered it. Yeah. Like, it, it, it wasn't on your top five, but it's not one you dislike. Right? No, I love that episode. Yeah.
0: It's great. It's a great episode. Like, every single, like, this was why I could make a top ten, and, and all of them sure. would be great. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, your number three was? Homer the Great.
0: So That's my number two.
1: Yeah, we'll talk about Homer the Great right now. Right now. Yeah. Uh, Homer's great. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he is.
0: <laughs> this episode is excellent. It has um, it's the Stonecutters. Yes, I this, mean, it's like, the Stonecutters. It has the song. It, it has, has created Patrick Stewart. This it's... one
1: episode because like that's the other thing. They never bring the Stonecutters back, no, as far don't. as I'm aware. Again, who knows? Seasons twenty five plus, maybe it's. Maybe it happens. But as far as I'm aware, they don't bring it back. And that's what makes the episode great, is that it's self contained and it's just created this beautiful underground society world that I mean, you could argue because at the end of the episode it's disbanded. Yeah. <laughs> that's the reason. But we don't see number one again ever. Yeah. You know? Um it's just it's just a nice little little pocket. Of it's a story so that, has fun. Th- that has built the world of Springfield into something larger than it seems. Yeah. That is a lot of fun, and I just love it.
0: I enjoy world-building episodes, especially when they're good. Yeah. And the scene where they say, I'm a chicken. <laughs> I know, I know. It's one of my favorite little things <laughs> in the whole series. Okay. I think it's so funny. Um uh, Homer, following the yellow drip road, let us go to our secret meeting now. And of course, the song—the song we do, we do. It's uh, it it's uh, it's excellent, and I uh, everyone listening agrees. Otherwise, they wouldn't. The be funny listening. thing
1: about that song mm. is it has the lyric "Who makes Steve Gutenberg a star?" Yeah, and that has in turn made Stephen Gutenberg a known name
0: longer than his shelf life. Yes.
1: Yes. I mean, I obviously, I can't speak for the general population, but for me, I had heard of him. He's in the police academy. He's movies. in police academy. He's in Three Men and a Baby. He's in Diner or Delicatessen? Well, I don't two. know. But the fact that that happened, I was like, oh, Steve Gutenberg. Yeah, I remember that is an actor. And then that's the reason I remember who he is. Yeah. Is because of that song. Yeah. So they have made Steve Gutenberg a star, at least in name. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Name recognition. That's yeah. a
1: that's a long shelf. He was life. in an episode of Party Down. That was very good. You watch that show? Yes. It's very good. Yes. Very sad. Yes. <laughs>
0: All those things. Um my number two is the Peteatus Bands.
1: Ah, uh, great episode. Jokes, 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 just, jokes, 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 jokes. And it's wonderful, and it's got a lot of Skinner. Purple Monkey Dishwasher.
0: Uh, skinner, Skinner, more Skinner. <laughs> uh, I'm a huge fan of this episode. Uh, the PTA has disbanded, jumping out the window. Uh-huh. No, 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 the PTA is not disbanded. Uh, yeah. All right, you little freaks, listen up. <laughs> this is one substitute teacher you're not going to screw with. Marge Simpson. A double introduction. It's mm-hmm. just brilliant, and I love it. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Bart flying a kite at night. Hello, mother it's dear. So funny. Lisa's
1: perpetual motion machine. Just keeps going faster and faster. It's great. Homer knowing the laws of thermodynamics is <laughs> my great. favorite joke. Yeah. Um, also, the this is the one that opens with uh, them going to the the fort, right? Yes. And Principal Valiant. Yes, all sir, all Principal oh, Valiant. So good. That whole that whole sequence is great. Uder uh, dies in this episode. Yeah, yeah, he does. Because <laughs> they were trying to learn for free. <laughs> That shot of him collapsing on the street and the men approaching him and raising their guns to beat him. Got and then it cuts before. away and they just continue conversation. Returning with the least amount of children ever. Ever. Thank God for permission slips. Yep. Uh, yeah. I mean, such a good episode. Not much else to say except it's just, like you said, it's a joke machine episode. Yeah. That is very funny. And you know me. I love me some Skinner. Yep. You sure do. And that uh, puts it over the top for me. Yep. Talk about my number one here. Lemon of Troy, Lemon of Troy, my yeah. number five. Yeah, you're number five.
0: Eked onto your list. I'm glad it, it sure did. did. Uh, <laughs> it uh, the the amount that I forgot that I loved this episode surprised me um, because, as I said, I really like world building episodes. Yeah, and this builds Shelbyville quite a bit. This is the Shelby Shelbyville episode. Um, it's it's so great to see Bart and the boys go on a mission together, um, similarly to what they do with Bart on the Road. I, yep. I just think that's a lot of fun to have them do that, and juxtaposing it in that moment when they cross the the Shelbyville border, border with um, Lisa, Lisa and, and her, her friend just kite. running back and forth with their yep. kite is very, very great. It's got a little bit of a Stephen King stand-by-me, um, or the body, if you will, vibe to it, um, with these kids going on a potentially very dangerous mission into town. It's a coming-of-age story, if it were a full film. And it's uh, got the uh, Rocky V plus Rocky 2 <laughs> equals Rocky 7, Adrian's Revenge. Uh-huh. So that's uh, that's great.
1: <laughs> Alan? Uh, I like the all the lemon jokes. Yeah. Uh, pretty much all throughout the episode, there's some great lemon jokes, which is a weird thing to say. It's a
0: hard thing to riff on.
1: <laughs> it really is. But, like, they have the, you know, uh, this is country time lemonade. There's never been anything close to real lemon in it. Yeah. Uh, there's a lemon behind that rock. Uh, of course, eating the lemon in yeah. victory. And uh, and uh, the sugar. Sh- yeah. Pouring the sugar. Pouring the sugar say, say when. when. Uh, and that kind of ties into the turnip juice joke at the end, which is also great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Just all the lemon stuff is weirdly funny to me. Everyone's doppelganger. It's yes. great. Millhouse. Yeah, the Millhouse the, the doppelganger is excellent. Radical. <laughs> I say that. <laughs> <laughs> We've never heard you say that before, Millhouse. No, you haven't. Uh, What's your number one? My number one is Bart's Comet. Gotcha. Really liked this one. Oh, I love this episode. <laughs> yeah. I really liked this the one. The first act is all Skinner all the time, and it's yeah. the best thing. Uh, my Rumpy Doppelganger. Uh, school say, er, Prez says school is for losers. No! no! Curse pure Jules Cesar Janssen, uh, the man who invented helium. <laughs> like him getting Bart to come out and do science. It's just, it's all so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we get into the Super Friends. Which we I are also, the super well, friends. Shut up! I also very much enjoy them. Uh, I am ham because I enjoy ham radio. Great joke. <laughs> Database is in that, right? Database. That's the first appearance of him. I believe. Yeah. Um, and report card and cosign all the, the last super appearance and Lisa. some of that. Uh huh. <laughs> but and then uh, of course you get the third act, which is one, a great. The town of Springfield yeah. act, right? Yeah. Where it's them all panicking and coming together in the bomb shelter, mm-hmm. barnyard guessing game. Mm-hmm. And then the, the kind of sweet moment of uh, Flanders singing Kay Sarah Sarah. It is a sweet moment. Yeah, it's got everything. This episode's got everything. Man. It does, yeah. It's got laughs, it's got Skinner, it's got sentimentality, it's got mob mentality. Just perfect. It's a great episode. So good. Good. Good call. Thanks. It's a good call. <laughs> That's a really good call. Did you have an honorable mention? Uh, Stars Burns was yeah. The, oh was right, right, right. I, uh,
0: mine was Who Shot Mister Burns Part One. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I really enjoyed that one this time around more than I I think I ever did before.
1: That's fair. Yeah. Uh, as As discussed on that episode, I enjoyed Part Two much more than Part One. Mm-hmm. But they're both very good, and yeah, it's probably. I mean, it's it's an honorable mention in a, in a sense it for me as well
0: now i've said we've we've, we've talked before about like yes this uh, they bit off a little bit more than they could chew with this season mm-hmm. and that means you're going to get some underwhelming episodes yes well, which ones were you underwhelmed by or did you think were straight
1: up pfft, so <laughs> i think uh i really disliked lisa's wedding okay uh I also That didn't
0: quite make it to my stinker category
1: okay. this time. I didn't like it as much
0: as I did in the past. Um but it didn't make it to
1: my stinker category. Sure. Uh I also was not a big fan of Round Springfield.
0: That one did. That
1: one did make f- it to my I stinker figured. category this time. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um... Well that was the one we talked for an hour and 36 minutes about and we talked about the episode for about 10 of those minutes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good indication of a bad episode. It's
0: a very error, like it's a very weightless episode. It doesn't really. Who gives a shit? Kind yeah. of. It ha- that's the kind of vibe that it has. Um, Bart is a sweetheart in it.
1: Yeah, at yeah. the
0: end, but other than
1: that, it's like okay. And then the only other one in the lower tier for me is Homer versus Patty and Selma.
0: Yeah, that one made it as as well. Those are the only two that made it into my. Um,
1: eh yeah category take them out
0: and we talked about those as well and like if you take those three episodes out guess what you've got 22 episodes and you got pretty much a perfect season yeah don't do a clip show were there any um were there were there anything uh any episodes that you were surprised by your reaction this time um, around
1: I mean, Bart's comment in a sense. Yeah. Because, I, like I said, I didn't consider it in my top five yeah. before watching it. It's and super funny. And studying it a bit more. <laughs> and then I realized, oh, it's probably my favorite of the season. Um, I think uh, Fear of Flying uh, is is lower tier. Mm-hmm. It's not a stinker, but it's 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 one I always remember really well. Like uh, I love the stuff with Homer at the beginning. Yeah. Finding the bars and stuff. But once you get into Dr. Lowenstein... Um sorry Dr. Zwag. Yeah. Uh <laughs> she it really pumps the brakes. Yeah, and it's just it's not my favorite after that, yeah. but it's it's not it's not bad by any means, yeah. but it's just yeah, it's it's a little less uh enjoyable than I remember. Yeah. Um Was there anyone that you were
0: surprised by that you liked more than you remember?
1: Mm, I don't think so. No. Most of them were pretty aside from those two. Yeah maintained uh, expectation right. versus reality. What yeah. about you? Uh,
0: yeah, I had actually one of both I found this season because uh, we're just looking at it in a different way than we usually consume these episodes. Um, This, this series, really. And when you look at it in this way where you feel like, okay, I need to think about things that I want to talk about and really get into, really do a deep dive uh, in a 22-minute show, you start thinking about like, oh, what is my reaction? You actually start dissecting it and I uh, found myself really underwhelmed by Two Dozen and One Greyhounds. Okay. Uh, it just wasn't as... Um, like, it's not, by no means a bad episode, but it doesn't become a good episode until the third act. Right. Which is something that I forgot was a thing. Yeah, yeah. And when we're breaking it down like this, you have to realize that that's a thing. And it's really Monty Burns who <laughs> comes in and makes that episode memorable. That's true. Yeah. memorable. Um, cause everything else is just kind of like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Um, but one that I was actually surprised by my reaction on with, um, uh, as far as like, I remember this not being as good as it clearly is, is the Springfield connection. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I, I, a lot of the, uh, a lot of the stuff in that episode, I was like, well, this is. This is great.
1: <laughs> this is really great. Yeah.
0: I uh I, I really enjoyed this Marge episode. It was um
1: It's one of Marge's best episodes. Yeah, it was people. a really
0: great it was a really great uh whack at it this time around, and I uh, I look forward to revisiting it uh soon.
1: You missed again. the baby? You missed the blind man?
0: That's great. I think <laughs> Wiggum might be the MVP of that episode. <laughs>
1: uh the genes have mysteriously disappeared. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> good, boys. Um so so What's next? You want to talk about those deleted scenes we' watched? And yeah, we can talk about them a bit. Uh, we watched through all the deleted scenes <laughs> on season six. This is something I don't recommend anyone do. No, unless you're like us and just like want to dive into analyzing the writing and uh, storytelling process, because what I noticed is a lot of the deleted scenes are probably cut for time,
2: mm.
1: not because they thought, you know we shouldn't have, like, this isn't funny or anything like that. And weirdly, that's what makes the scenes funnier is that they cut for time. Yeah. Uh, And this is something I notice in the the later seasons, too, where a scene will go on far too long. Mm. And not not to, like, the rake degree, right, where it's, like, purposefully going on long. It's, like, someone will make a joke, and instead of just leaving it at that joke, someone else needs to build on that joke and then someone else needs to build on a different joke, and it just it kind of goes all over the place. Uh, it
0: feels like every scene, like everything that we're seeing, is almost always in the deleted scenes a conclusion to a scene, right? Which is yeah, cutting for time. But it's also letting it breathe in a way that feels very wrong. <laughs> You know? Yeah. Letting a scene linger like that just isn't
1: Simpsons. Yeah. It's finding that comedic timing that makes a joke funny because it cuts away. Which you know makes what I mean? me
0: think maybe it's
1: not entirely cut for time stuff. Right. You know what I mean? It's, uh, totally. Like, it's totally possible they recognize, hey, this scene's too long and it's not funny because of it. But it's just hard to, <laughs> when all of the scenes pretty much are just like extensions of... Yes, they're
0: all extensions. And, it's, and a lot of it is like conclusions yeah. to a scene. Like, let's wrap up this joke in a way that lets it breathe more. Which is like, yes, it, I think it's definitely a lot of them cut for time. But I think an equal amount are probably
1: like, well, oh, this doesn't need this little trail off ending here. This button doesn't work. Yeah, uh, it'd be interesting, and maybe it's something I'll do one day to like because they do have commentaries for all the deleted scenes. Oof. It'd be it'd be interesting to listen to what they say about a lot of them. It would be because that would maybe put some insight into this, where they'd be like, "Yeah, this was cut because we realized it doesn't need to be here," or if they're like, "Yeah, we had to cut this for time, but yeah. I really like this joke," you know, yeah. like that kind of thing. That would give some There was a few insight. good ones. There was and, a few, good and ones. by a few, I mean a few, a couple that we laughed at, yeah. for sure. Most of them we were just like, "Oh." I'm glad they cut that. Yeah, that's that's weird. Or I'm glad they used the alternate of that. What's the one? And like, I didn't take notes this time to remember all of them, so I don't I don't remember too many. But what's the one that sticks out to you as the like? What what's one that jump jumps out to you in your memory of either one really bad or that you enjoyed? Oh, when um, Bart uh, kicks the itchy, right? Um. Cause so he talks so this to is him, in like, Itching Scratchy Land where he, you know, uh, the mouse comes up and he goes, and he just <laughs> cracks his foot, yeah, and then he just like stomps on his foot, and runs yeah. away, and he makes that painful, muffled sound.
0: Yeah, in the in in the, the deleted extended, scene, extended
1: scene, I guess. As yeah. yeah, he
0: actually says something. It's like, "I'm sorry, you you have your do- job and I have mine," and then he does it. Yeah, and it's just it's the
1: delivery is not very good. No, and it's just kind of weird. It's yeah. a little more malicious than just like. I don't know Impulsive Good natured pranking Yeah uh, Impulsive is a good word
0: Because like It seems like When Bart and Homer Do it They just really Can't help themselves So they're not yeah. even Thinking they're about having
1: it having fun Yeah Whereas this It like, makes it very calculated and Yeah like, It's very It's very
0: murder In the first That's <laughs> <laughs> true um, Starring Kevin Bacon The one Bacon. that jumps
1: out To me the most Did you know that That I remember that? Hmm? Starring Kevin Bacon Oh cool Murder in the first Really Yeah
0: Is that a TV show No a Movie It was a movie Starring Kevin Bacon And Gary Oldman Cool.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're welcome.
0: You know, <laughs> Gary Oldman was um, is a kind of guy who kind of reminds me of
1: like a Sean Harris type. All right. Enough. <laughs> <laughs> so where's he going with this? Oh, God damn it! <laughs> uh, dun, dun, the one that jumps. Let <laughs> me stop it. Dun 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 dun. Lip biscuit stop. <laughs> Coming at you. That movie's so great. You know where you are? You're in the jungle, babe. Does he say that? I don't know. That's in one of the Biscuit songs, but that's I, can't remember, so I can't remember if it's in the. Was it take a look around? I think is the. Oh, uh, uh, Biscuit sucked. Yeah, that's why two sucks. Um, it's not why two sucks. <laughs> no, <laughs> two there's dozens. You're right. There's many reasons why two sucks. That's just one of them. But the one that jumps out at me the most is the, the reason two sucks. No, no, the Simpsons deleted scene. All right, I'm trying to keep on track here. Sorry. Uh... When they're talking about the saucer people in the treehouse, yeah, oh yeah, sexual inadequacy. And Ralph comes. So in the you know we we know the normal scene ends with we're through the looking glass here. People, great ending to that scene. Yeah. Uh, the deleted scene has Ralph emerge at the bottom of the tree or like climbs up the treehouse and he's like, I, I figured out what my parents are doing. I hid in the closet and watched them. And they're like, What are they doing? And he's like, They're having sex. He straight up says yeah. it. Yeah. And then Bart goes, Sex, eh? Well, that sounds like something paired with the mole people or something like that, and it's just like it's so off, it's so just like weird and creepy. The timing's weird. The <sighs> like the the timing is so it's weird, so weird, and just like hearing Ralph say the word "sex," it's dumb, is awful. Uh, and then there's a weird shot of like a man in the background. You guys binoculars. just need to see
0: this. Uh, need... I do recommend yeah. watching
1: this one because it's weird, and maybe someone can give some insight in why there's a man watching these kids in in the distance that's not brought up at all. It's just like you just see it in one frame. I
0: think maybe it was to give credence to the fact that they're on the right track with their Rand Corporation. Right, so thing. maybe it
1: was an uh, maybe it was another deleted scene. Yeah, for all we know, there was a lot of deleted scenes not included on the dvds right uh usually i think the only ones they put on the dvds are the ones that actually get animated that's great that's nice of them yeah uh (laughs) so it's possible that there was another part of that where yeah someone's like oh they're like the kids are figuring it out or something yeah and it never maybe went to animation but the scene right before it did and then so partly because of that and partly because this is a terrible scene they deleted it Mm -hmm. i don't know I don't know, man. There's a lot of uh, nuance to television production.
0: I enjoyed the uh, sideshow Bob talking about Al Gore versus Ronald Reagan a little yep. bit. Uh, just an addition, just a like I added fifteen seconds to his little rant. I'm glad it's not in it, but yeah, again, it's nice here in Kelsey. Grammer say anything.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Putting the like the actual names there dates it, right? It really does. Yes. Versus like like literally, you could watch that episode now. Where he says, you know, like you, you yearn you, for a cold-hearted Republican yeah. to lower taxes, brutalize criminals, and rule. You and like rule. A king. You like that king, and that's still relevant today. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, fun times we live in. Are they? Mm? I'm having a good time. Oh, good. Wait, you are, or worry. you're not. I'm having a good time. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. So I mean, if you have season six DVDs, or if they're on YouTube or whatever, check them out. If you're interested, Mm -hmm. but there's really nothing major that you're missing. In my opinion, they made the right cuts.
0: (laughs) Is this a bonus episode or is this a numbered episode? This is a numbered episode. This is a numbered episode.
1: Okay. The only bonus episodes are, uh, the, uh, album and the three and the three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We have two bonus episodes so far. Okay. We'll make more. Oh yeah. At some point. Um, I just beat the Simpsons arcade game at you Revival Brew. Arcade. Did
0: yeah? We should talk about that. It's so s- weird, man. Sometime, <laughs> I mean, it just happened, so we can yeah. talk about it now.
1: I mean, just as a, a follow small, up, how have you been? Yeah, a small addendum to to this podcast. Uh, if you haven't played the Simpsons arcade game, it was a huge thing at the time, and it's just a side scrolling beat 'em up, you know. Oh, I remember. It's a four-player. Four so you Beat can play. someone
0: with a with a vacuum cleaner, a skateboard. So Marge, so
1: Marge has a vacuum cleaner, Bart has a skateboard. Lisa has jump rope yeah. and Homer just punches. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, those are the four playable characters. But you can tell that it was made either post or during season one because all the references are season one-based references. Really? Yeah. So there's like, they go in the forest at one point and there's like the bear and the Sasquatch. That's
0: a terrible episode. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. Um, that might be the worst episode of The Simpsons <laughs> of all time. <laughs> there's like Princess Cashmere dancing at Oh ma-
0: Nope, uh, never mind that one is. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> I hate that episode. Uh, you go to like, one of the episodes. Out of this show, make one it of past the... one season. It's crazy. One of the levels is Dreamland, like where Homer falls asleep yeah. at the car. Is one of the levels the Babysitter Bandit? No. Thankfully, Babysitter Bandit does not appear. Good, As far as I'm aware. He might be in the background at some point. Because there's a lot of like... You know, major players in the background because, right. like, the people you are beating up are just like mobsters, essentially. Right, right, right. And this is pre Fat Tony, so there's they're not recognizable they're not one like... anyway. <laughs> um, wow,
0: how many quarters did that take you?
1: Well, so Revival Brewcade here in Calgary uh, just opened in Englewood. They're a uh, a brewery slash arcade place, uh-huh. and they that do sounds great. Yeah, they do uh, like tokens, right? So they say uh, for ten bucks, I think it's twenty four tokens. And each game is so one token is fifty cents, mm-hmm. and each game is one token. Mm-hmm. So essentially, it's fifty cents for each credit, uh, which is better than a lot of. It's way better than a lot modern of arcades. Yeah. Um, pinballs are two tokens, so those are a bit a bit more. Uh, but I bought ten dollars worth, so I bought twenty four, and I played a lot of Ninja Turtles, <laughs> of course. Uh, and then the I played the best,
0: the best arcade games. Our
1: Ninja, Ninja Turtles games, yeah, uh, and then I played a bunch of Simpsons and we beat it. So I didn't use more than twenty four, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, but obviously I used quite a bit less because I did spend a lot on Turtles as well. Sure, so I couldn't tell you the exact number, but it's weird. I mean, Smithers is a uh, the the plot as if there is one is that Smithers has a is a thief. And he's he's stealing a diamond, all right, from a place. Oh, and, I remember that. Yeah, and the yeah. Simpsons family like bumps into him, and uh, the f- diamond flies up, and Maggie puts like catches it in her mouth, uh, like because her pacifier falls out or whatever. Okay. And then Smithers just instead of just taking the diamond out of her mouth, just steals the baby and runs away with the baby. And so you, as the family, are trying just trying to get your baby back. Yeah, that and makes sense. So you're fighting through all these locations. There's bosses and stuff. Uh, none of them are recognizable. <laughs> like the first boss is a wrestler, uh, not like Dredder Tatum or anything. Just some guy. He might be in background in some episode. I don't mm-hmm. know. Because that's the thing. It seems like they took a lot of the like background stuff in first season and made them enemies or whatever. Yeah, Blinky. Or, uh, Blinky shows up, but uh, what I meant was Binky, the rabbit. Right? Isn't that his name? Which one's in that? Light, life in Hell. Huh? Matt Groening's Life in Hell comic.
0: Oh, yes, 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 yes. Binky, right? I think so. I think,
1: yeah. Anyway, the rabbit from Life in Hell is a villain at one point, and you're like, wait, this isn't even the same universe. It's kind of fun. Anyway, the, the last
0: one. Well, that's when Marge's hair were, yeah, was exactly. still covering
1: up rabbit here. Yeah, uh, The last one is, last level is fighting Smithers in Burns' office. Once he <laughs> defeats Smithers, Mr. Burns comes out in a big mech. Oh, got while, to. A uh, uh, Krang. Yeah. And you have to defeat Burns. I always thought that the that thing it was... that's great though is that you so you fight him and he like part of his uh, mech will like break off, yeah, and then he'll keep fighting and then like so you have to do that a bunch of times. Eventually, all the mech falls apart and then it's just Burns standing there and you just punch him once and he <laughs> he's down. <laughs> that's funny. It's a nice little addition. I like that. That's a little funny. But yeah. Simpsons Um, games, man. I think that should be a bonus episode in itself. Oh, a thousand percent. Like the video game boom in the nineties, uh, of how many Simpsons games there were. Mm. And also just talking about like the, you know, ones post that as well. Like all the Simpsons game canon, because it's a very fascinating story. Uh, when like EA buys it or whatever and they make the Simpsons game, it's called. Did you ever play that one? No,
0: I've only played the Simpsons arcade game and tapped out.
1: Wow. Okay. So no, yeah, I'm
0: very. I'm hit and run. Much, you
1: ever played yeah. hit and run?
0: Oh shit! Yeah, I played hit and Road run. Road rage. Yeah, I, no, just
1: just hit and run. Hit and run. Yeah. yeah, that was that was one of the better ones for sure.
0: But that could be a bonus episode. We just talk about the video games. Licensing, man. It's yeah, a weird thing. It's a weird thing. Simpsons loves
1: their licensing. They sure do. Um, still do. <laughs> they'll they'll shell for I, anyone. I, hey, I was in Universal. There's a lot, <laughs> a lot of Simpsons yeah, merch there.
0: A lot of Simpsons merch. <laughs> very there. overpriced. Um. Let's uh, let's start wrapping this up. Okay. Um, I just need to go through our uh, uh, thank yous here. Oh yeah, yeah. Because this has been a
1: good guest season. Yeah, this
0: has been a long season, and first things first, I really want to thank every single one of the listeners for putting up with us and listening to us when we get off track and staying with us (laughs) while we get back on track. Yep. And just being. Actually, especially for your size, you are a very vocal group, and we love hearing from you, and we love interacting with our listeners. Yeah. It is um, one of my favorite things to do is log on to Gmail and see a new uh, email there. Um, So thank you very much for listening to us. It uh, makes the whole thing worthwhile. Agreed. And um, we just wanted to say a quick thank you to all of our guests from this season, starting with uh, Jennifer LeBlanc uh, and James Avramenko. Oh, he moved to Saskatchewan. Yeah. Janelle (laughs) Harms, Ezra Wasser, Grayson Ogle. Horror ec- expert, Ryan Reese. Oh, he'll be back soon. He sure will. Camille Pavlenko, Dr. Ife Abiobla, Thank you. Adam DeHatchik, Claire Dobigan, CBC Radio's own Dave Waddell, <laughs> Miles Kelly, Bryn Lindsay, token Australian guest, Greg Williams, <laughs> Ali Direct. Also, please listen to the Cinevals, oh, also yeah. on the Boathouse Network. They just they, did a Top Gun episode. <laughs> you sure know who do. else is in Top Gun?
1: <laughs> Tom Cruise. Yes,
0: he sure is. <laughs> Tom a, bit, Cruise movies, a, now. a Tom Cruise movie just came out. Uh-huh. What is it?
1: Uh, I... M- Mission Impossible Fallout. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Great movie. Great movie.
0: Um, we also want to thank uh, James Wade, that coward.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> Neil James. Almost R.I.P. Yeah. And international superstar YouTuber, The Real Jims. Yes. Um, A.K.A. James Tyner. Thank you all so much for... Spending your time with us and uh, and just making the show a lot better than it uh, than it would be if it was just me and
1: Alan. Yeah, example this episode. <laughs> example
0: this episode where I'm just being a doof.
1: You're the real MVPs. Yes,
0: you are. And uh, thanks to our Patreon subscribers Nell, Lane, Glenn, Krista, and Bradley. And one more time, thank you to all of our listeners. Please, please. Rate us and subscribe on iTunes. A five-star rating goes a long way. Yeah. Um, a review. A review also That's goes cool. a long way. We appreciate all the reviews. We read them all. Um, thank you once again. Season six was great. Season seven, I think, going to predict it. It's going to be better.
1: Oh, boy. Yeah. You heard it here first. Yeah. Hot take. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I know that's controversial, yeah. To say, well, we about... got some
1: exciting things planned for season seven. Yes, so we do. Look out,
0: <laughs> look out, world. Us. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you want to talk a little bit about Fiasco? Sure. Sure. Um, so this is a thing <laughs> that I th- that we're gonna do. Yeah, we're gonna do this. Sure. Um, Alan and I, we like acting, uh-huh. storytelling. Uh, Storytelling and um, Alan is a huge fan of games. Yeah, like and that. I'm a huge fan of uh, role-playing storytelling-based games. Yeah, and I've been. Uh, Alan knows that I've been trying to find a system, <laughs> uh, a, an RPG system or a storytelling game system that would be fun to have some guests on all the time, but um, you know wouldn't be a massive time commitment, um, and there are already too many D and D podcasts out there. Yeah. Um, so we're going to do one based on the, uh, game engine fiasco. Um, for those of you who don't know about it, check it out. It's a lot of fun. It's just called Fiasco. It's basically you're acting out a neo-noir story yeah. of some kind. The best way to describe it is a Coen Brothers movie.
1: Yeah. It's like it's like it's like d but y- there's no fighting.
0: There's no fighting, and it's non-serialized. Like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There are two acts, so... You create
1: one story in two acts. So yeah. yeah.
0: So what I'd be, um, the way it's going to work is we're going to, um, it'll probably mostly be Alan and myself and two other guests and, um, improvise some improvisers that we'll find from, uh, the city of Calgary. Cause there are some wonderful improvisers in this city. Some of them live in this very and, house and abroad and abroad indeed. Um, now, sometimes maybe Alan won't be here. Sometimes maybe I won't be there and Alan will run a game without me. Who knows? The point is we both know this game, so <laughs> <laughs> we can do it whenever we want. Yeah. Um, And we'll be splitting it because it's a two-act thing. We'll uh, do one episode of one act and then another episode of the second act, so you'll get the two-parter all the time. And hopefully... um. You'll join us on this crazy journey. It's going to be a full Boathouse Studios podcast. It's going to be available. It's not going to be behind the paywall. It's going to be out there for you to listen to in perpetuity. I'm making the I'm making the investment. It's going to happen. Yeah. So um, the title of the show is Flawed Execution, a Boathouse Studios podcast. Hope you can join us for the first episode. Coming September!
1: (laughs) (laughs) And you know what else is coming September? Radioactive man? (laughs) Well, yeah. (laughs) Radio man. Uh, Radioactive man, (laughs) stupid! (laughs) But yeah, we're gonna be uh back with season seven in September, uh with guests. Who knows which ones? New and old, but yeah.
0: definitely one of them's gonna be Ryan Reese.
1: Oh, yes, <laughs> for our annual horror episode. Yes, indeed. Treehouse of horror. It's
0: coming around. We gotta it's coming.
1: Like, it's, it's uh, it might be right on time this time. Might be Halloween. Yeah. Might be a Halloween app. Who knows? Sometimes we're early, sometimes we're late. He's getting married, hey? Yeah. <laughs> What? Everyone's getting married. Well, you're coming. Stop it. So, I'll be there. Yeah. I'll be drunk. Yeah. So will I. It's a 2D bar. Yeah. <laughs> you know how many drinks I had at my brother's wedding? Uh, 15. I don't know. <laughs> because my family uh-huh. are notoriously not partiers, uh-huh. but they bought a bunch of drink tickets, sure. and they knew I was a partier. Sure. So they'd be like, hey, I'm leaving. I have to go put my child to bed. Would you like these five drink tickets? They'd be like, okay. <laughs> And so, like, I bought some initially and then never had to buy any more. And then I was literally by the end of the night, I was like, guys, I have four more drink tickets and the bar is closing. Does anyone want these? And everyone's like, no. I'm like, all right, two double gin and tonics, please. I drank them both. It was great. Oh my the lights God. were on. They were cleaning oh my up. And God. I was double Closing fisting gin and time. tonics. And just like, I pl- I started playing music on my phone. Yeah. Because I'm like, hey, the bar doesn't close till one. And they were like packing up at midnight. And I'm like, fuck you guys. I'm partying still. <laughs> oh, and I was staying in the, re- in the resort. At oh, the hotel yeah. Okay. There, so well, like, that's fair. I'm going to keep drinking. And then I'm staying on in my the bed. mountain. So I'm on very, the mountain. Yeah, I'm very like excited. Tent?
0: No, no. At the, at the, the condo.
1: On the mountain. Condo. On the Fernie Mountain. Oh, like because you're part of the wedding party? Yeah, because I'm part of the wedding party. This yeah. is the first Buddy time. Die. This is the first time for me. Nice. Yeah. It was my first time with my brother. Was it fun? Yeah. Great. I, I mean, mean, it was like... The best part of it is that you get your food. Yeah. Either first or... I mean, it's different for every wedding. Like, we got served. Like, yeah. we didn't have to go to the buffet. They just came and like, nice. what would you like? And uh, served it to us. Uh, also, I like that... I mean, because there's the ceremony and then like a big gap and then the reception... The big gap, I didn't have to just sit around and like wait because we were doing photos. So it, you know, there is purpose to it. <laughs> so yeah, a lot of fun. I'm really excited to be part of a wedding party. I think you'll have a great time. Everyone looks so good. <laughs> it's true. I just want to look good. Yeah. For once. Yep. Ah, uh, come on. Look at this. Look at these pants. <laughs> look at
0: these pants. They got holes. They got in holes them. all over them.
1: <laughs> uh, you're lounging, you're at home. It's fine. It's fair. But I wear these to work. Oh okay. I just you have wear them. Job, I wear them to walk to work, and yeah. then I change into dress in pants. The, like fancy colonial times, I don't Victorian, know you okay. if you will. <laughs> Anywho, old prospector uh, uniforms or something. I'm
0: not an old prospector in this. Well,
1: g- gosh, darn it. <laughs> Maybe that'll be a character on Fiasco. Uh, I would hope so in the Boomtown <laughs> place. Anyway. Alright, we need to wrap up. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Uh you can email us at the hammock district on third at gmail.com. Numerical three. Uh follow us on Facebook uh, as well as follow or like us on Facebook, I guess is the correct terminology. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Bad Neighbors Pod. And that is it for this wrap-up episode. We will be back in September with Radioactive Man, Episode 2 of season seven. Oh yeah. Because If you've been paying attention, we've already done episode one. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks again, everybody. Keep watching the ski.